Hi, this is Gavin from FE News. I'm here at EPA Live talking to some of the interesting speakers on the stage, to people in the audience to get the latest developments in endpoint assessment. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Why not click subscribe so you can be informed when the latest next individual podcast or podcast mini-series from FE News are going to be released. So this is Gavin from FE News. I'm here at EPA Live. I'm here with Leonie Thompson, who's the EPA manager at NOCN. Leonie, can we talk about the processes and the things that go behind um, EPA? Because there's loads of different interaction points that you guys have got. Maybe you can give us a bit of an insight as to you know, what it's like in your role and where EPA is going in the future. Yeah, definitely. So I'm Leone, I'm the EPA Development Manager at NOCN. Um, so I think we've been delivering an endpoint assessment for two and a half years now approximately and um, our key goal is the apprentice, getting the apprentice for endpoint assessment. From a process point of view, we start with the assessment plan and make sure first of all that we can deliver it and we deliver it in a consistent, reliable way. Um, and one of our key ways of doing that is speaking to employers, speaking to providers and working ultimately with other endpoint assessment organisations. So I think a big driver for us since we've started endpoint assessment is making sure that um, we have really good um, communications with the Institute for Apprenticeships, um, that we um, always um, speak to the ESFA. And I think that's what's kind of been really good for us in the last couple of years. Um, as an organisation, we are constantly asked to give input on endpoint assessment delivery, key changes that could happen. And I think that has been our success over the last couple of years. Um, we always get involved with any workshops we can get involved with, and particularly working with the Institute, looking at how we can improve the quality of provision in endpoint assessment. Um, ultimately, for us, it's getting employers and getting providers um, to all work together um, to getting that apprentice through the endpoint assessment. But there has been challenges. There always is challenges, but we are here to make things best, get apprentices through, and up the quality of provision of endpoint assessment. And that's our ultimate goal. Get them apprentices, get them on merits, get them on distinctions. Um, and we love events like EPA Live to get to meet some fabulous employers as well. Can we talk about, um, obviously you're engaging a lot with providers, with employers, with different EPAOs, yeah. um, you know, the different bodies like IFA and the SFA. What tips do you have to help providers and, and employers to have successful endpoint assessment? Yeah, definitely. So the key thing, and this has always been um, kind of clear, is engage with an endpoint assessment organisation early. So first of all, make sure the employer and the trained provider has understood the assessment plan and the apprenticeship standard. Sometimes it's not the easiest things to understand. So get in contact with your endpoint assessment organisation. Let them support you and guide you in the best way. And that's a key. Until you know what the endpoint assessment looks like, how long it's going to take, what you should be delivering on programme and what gateway looks like. It's very sometimes hard to kind of structure the endpoint assessment and your own programme. So engage with the endpoint assessment organisation early is key. 
any questions that you've got, you can go to them. Um, and that is definitely what I would recommend for any employer and any provider to do. And we're, yeah, we're talking about impact for, for learners, success and, and quality. Yeah. How can we give some advice to some people to make sure that there's a successful gateway outcome? Yes, definitely. Quality of provision, your teaching and learning is key. And not only looking if an apprenticeship standard has a qualification attached, how is that apprentice learning knowledge, skills and behaviours on programme? If you are teaching the apprentices in a group, and it might be an accounting qualification or a finance qualification or a joinery qualification, if you're teaching in a group, how have you individualised their learning? What is the impact? If you've done a teaching session, what is the impact? How's that impacted that apprentice? And it's all about looking at your apprentices and thinking, right, how could we achieve a distinction? Stretching and challenge that apprentice throughout their own programme. Have milestones, make sure they've met knowledge, skills and behaviours, identify areas that they could improve on. And then when you get to that endpoint assessment at the end, here's that employer confident. Because if you've constantly reviewed the progress, and the apprentice has, and the provider, endpoint assessment should be fine. But it's always making sure your quality of teaching and learning is the best. Um, and like you say, treat every apprentice as an individual. And if you've got an apprentice that you think it could get a distinction, or you're stretching and challenging on programme, and then that will come through in the endpoint assessment.